You're listening to The Sauropod. I'm Justin Zeppa. And I'm Tom McCartan, and this is Pyramid Scheme. it. Uh, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the arena. Please take your find Dude, your seats. No ladies listening to this, man. <laughs> to be seen. To be to be seen. I mean, they I might mean, check it out right. because they like the concept, and then as soon as they hear it, they'll be uh, you know. So it's right. We got to get, get them right out of the gate, you know. So, ladies, if you're here, thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for being here. It means a lot. Yeah. I'm joined here by, this is Justin Zeppa, by the way, professor of archaeology at the International Correspondence School, uh, where I also had a minor cognate in gun repair. And I'm joined here by, yeah, uh, Tom McCartan, professor of Egyptology at THU. Tom's house. Professor Emeritus. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, You're on a tenure track, right? Yep. You got that locked in? Okay. Ten, yeah. Well, uh, I, I've multi tracks. Oh, yeah. You're you got multi tracking it. You're multi tracking yeah. it. Are you double tracking anything? We're stereo. In stereo. Okay, great. <laughs> we want to be a full, <laughs> the full sonic spectrum of my, uh, uh, of my arts and letters. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, if you know, if you know us, you know our philosophy, which is if you've got tracks, fill them up, right? Just use them. Double track it. Double track it. Triple track it. Welcome to episode one of Pyramid Scheme. Listen, we're not, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to fuck around here. Like, this is serious business. Episode one, ramps, shafts, and rubble. And we're just talking pyramids on Pyramid Scheme. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like if there ever was a time that that, that pyramids were more important in human history, I don't know what that time would be. (laughs) Right, than the year 2020. Right. Yes, exactly. For context's sake, for the... Top of everyone's mind. (laughs) They're all wondering about it, and we're going to supply them with the answers. Now, for the sake of context, for the future generations who will no doubt be referring to this text as, uh, you know, for their various theses and whatnot, uh, we are recording at the height of coronavirus fever, and <laughs> quite literally <laughs> right and it is yeah. we've both been under a uh federally mandated lockdown uh, of yeah. minimized well, well in your case state state ordered socialist bullshit country right in mine, i can do whatever i want <laughs> dear lead well no dear leader which uh whitmer is has locked you down right she's no she has suggested it there's a shelter in place order, oh, okay. but what do they do <laughs> You know what I mean? I can do whatever I want. Right. That be, that being said, I uh, um, have 
not left the house. I, I'm on day 17, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 16, 17. Yeah. It's been a hell of a time, folks. So what are you? I'm just, currently sitting in the backyard. Okay. So you. God damn it. So a fucking stick just hit me in the head. It's really, really windy. Yeah. So I'm currently in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, in your backyard. Where it's in my backyard. Yep. Yep. So we were a hot spot or Michigan is a is a hot spot so it's kind of weird okay like i say i haven't left the house in 17 days um go around the neighborhood we'll, we'll take walks or go for jogs or whatever but that's it man yeah you gotta have your we, that we, is it we do a <laughs> day, <yeah. laughs> oh i know we do a daily constitutional uh just to get out yeah. of the house and yeah yep. that's about it you know it's an, it's a great excuse to put Real pants. I say that as I'm I listen to myself saying it. I'm like, that's not true. You're just wearing track pants outside too. Uh, no, so yeah, I don't know. I, I put on jeans for you. That's all you need to know right now. I got jeans on. Oh, cool. I did not. I, although I do have a, I have a sweater on. I've taken. I, I man, I don't want to. I don't want to derail this too much. But <laughs> I've taken. Uh, um, I've definitely taken. I, I, I'm kind of loving this a little bit, and like my, I'm wearing crazy clothing right now and i feel like i've turned into like a british like uh gardener kind of like i've got like these walk boots on oh okay you got your wellies on yeah and uh and uh, a flannel shirt but like a fair island sweater over it yes i saw that sweater it's gorgeous yeah 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 i'm out in the backyard i feel like i'm sort of like tanked by tomatoes right <laughs> all right so yeah. pyramid yeah. scheme ramp shafts right, right, and rubble so we're talking specifically for the folks at home listening we're talking specifically about i mean if you're gonna talk about any pyramid talk about the great one right like why yeah. why fuck around with uh lesser pyramids we're going well one of the th- one one thing i'd like to i'd like to talk about here is that okay. like uh if people don't know if people don't know there are a lot of pyramids. oh tons of pyramids there's tons of pyramids yeah but for my money there's really only a couple yeah. some of the ones that they call pyramids mm, i don't know man like they just look like mounds of like piles of fucking dirt yeah I mean, are, give me a, give me a break. Even in Egypt, so, and, you know, the Egyptians notorious yeah. for it's kind of their bread and butter is building pyramids. I'm not sure what else they bring to the table culturally, but uh, the pyramids have remained, yeah, you know, like uh, so. But even some of their what, what else the Egyptians bring culturally? Yeah, besides pyramids. Yeah, I think it's just pyramids, right? Lot, uh, oh yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. right, you're the right, professor of Egyptology. Right. I mean, what right, what do right. I know? Uh, but yeah. I, you know, as far as tangible evidence of like, okay, you really, you know, you, you put your back into this one, pyramids, right? But some of the oh, earlier... Yeah, they, really leaned into, they really leaned into pyramids. They got, yeah, they got into it. Um, and so it's it's curious, though, that some of the earlier pyramids are... Fucking suck. Yeah, they're lesser they're pyramids. Like, they, they couldn't figure out the shape for a while. They just couldn't like, yeah. well... One is called the bent. Pyramid. Yeah, right. And the the uh, Zoser's pyramid was just a bunch of rectangles, essentially, just stacks yeah. of rectangles. Um, now, so I, like, we're talking about pyramid building. I feel like, and I know this might just be, be me applying, like you know, my sort of modern contemporary consciousness on these people, but like, how difficult, like, 
when you like when you think about it, it's like yeah, a pyramid. I mean, a pyramid. Why'd they fuck around with all these these other styles of pyramid before? <laughs> like, just make a pyramid. Straight up, great looking triangles. Put them on all sides. <laughs> yeah, right. Add some volume. Well, you know. Triangle yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, like what's the problem? Right. Right. I, I guess it came from the ziggurats, right? I believe that's the case. Yeah, those were the original yeah. burial compounds. Could be. Something, yeah, right. Could to be, to be, be debated. Listen, folks, it's well, going mean, to get. You know, I mean, it, not, it might not even be debatable. We might just be wrong. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. All part of the journey that we're going on together. Yeah, to find yeah, out yeah. About the timeline gets kind of hazy back then. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> no doubt. And any. Listen, so doing research for this this particular episode, like it becomes quite clear after checking out, you know, a handful of articles that like all these numbers are wrong. You know, nobody has a the right numbers. Of very, very, very reputable sources <laughs> as well. <laughs> From Osiris's tomb dot net net dot <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right yeah yeah i've been using ancient origins ancient net. origins Although, yeah oh wellspring of info is great yeah we i i do love the big, big up to ancient origins yeah it's really awesome yeah and then at the same time there are some of those like that one i sent you about the various stone quarries throughout upper lower dude, dude i looked at that for two seconds right. I was like, Fuck <laughs> this. are you kidding me it definitely has the GeoCities the vibe to it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh-huh. it, it does make one think that, like, well, I mean, nobody else cares this much about any of this shit to like to make this up. So it has to be right. Is I mean, I feel like that's just scientific method, maybe. <laughs> the scientific method is just like if you're willing to make the website <laughs> right. Uh, right. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this is the the Great Pyramid uh, of the Giza Plateau in Egypt, built by Pharaoh Khufu some forty seven hundred years ago in the Old Kingdom, right? And <laughs> now, t- to what end we'll, we will be discussing in future episodes? But we figured we got to start with just the basics. Your yep. your prime documentary info about what's going on. How do they build these fucking things? Because I think the mystery starts right there, right? And this is what yeah. we're really interested in is is the mystery of like why why <laughs> they're so big, right? Wh- who yeah. who and why? Yeah, uh, and how? I suppose. I mean, in the house. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that. I mean, for me personally, that's a little bit less. Like, you start reading into this, and it's like, well, any of these could work, apparently. So, ultimately, who gives a shit? I mean, uh, oh, like, I'm more interested in the cultural aspect of it. Like, how did you get all these people to do this? Yeah, they weren't slaves, allegedly, right? I mean, that's, that's right. That's I what don't they know. said. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they weren't. I mean, I guess pyramid nah, scheme. I uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so uh, yeah they weren't all right slaves. so well going on record they weren't slaves yeah apparently okay so if you go by this article i found on live science you take that part out about me going on record saying they weren't slaves <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i can't i mean it's not in keeping with the, the journey you know that was just a detour okay. on the journey and here we are okay so herodotus Greek historian Herodotus, right? You've got you've got the sick version with all the maps and shit like that, right? The history. Yeah, I have an incredible the illustrated histories. Yeah. So he claimed that it was built by slaves when he was visiting, and Herodotus visited again many you know thousands, hundreds, thousands of years after they were built. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her, yeah. Herodotus wrote down 
what people told them. So. Right. So, and and as we know from just past experience uh, in general, in, in our current uh, lives, you know, in, in contemporary life, people are very dumb. So it's really What's hard to trust. What's happening right now, literally right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> pandemics <laughs> sweeping the globe and we're no, I'm kinda, talking about this podcast. Oh, the podcast. Saying things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. We're, yeah, exactly. We're those people that he would have talked to. Right. This is where it gets sticky. So Herodotus, he's he's got no dog in this fight, right? So he's just slaves, done. Okay, easy. Slavery. We all know slavery. We're all accustomed to it. We all probably perform it. We're, you know, this is old times, and this is what we do. Uh, but nowadays, you've got like your Zahi Hawasses, right? And they, or your Mark Laners, and they are very adamant about the fact that they're not slaves, but workers. Uh, uh-huh. So both of those guys are sons of bitches, though. Well, right, and they've got their are, own are angle they? that they're working. Yeah, yeah, well, I think so. Hawass says ten thousand workers did it over thirty years. This other article I found okay. said it was four thousand workers over twenty years. So I don't know who to believe, you know. Okay, but well. uh, according to Hawass, and this was from a Guardian article, he says that the builders were from poor families in the north and the south. Oh, okay, uh, and were respected for the work. And we know that the burials were not, you know, so they they found these tombs of workers nearby, yeah. right? And we know uh-huh. that they were not slaves because the graves were so close to the pharaoh's tomb that they, there must be some honor attached to them, I guess. So they wouldn't be, you know, they wouldn't want to muck up yeah. the plateau with with slave slave bodies, I guess. Right, right. So you know, you can take that for what it's worth, which I don't know sure. what the value is. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, we're looking at this is the pyramid that is. If you're looking down at the plateau, like let's picture picture an aerial view of the plateau, Thomas, and sure, and pretend it's the one on the right. Yeah, it's exact. Thank you very much. Pretend that you're looking at I don't know a mirror image of Orion's belt in the sky. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and it's gonna be the rightmost belt loop. You know, the large one is the big one. It's fucking huge. Oh, you right? consider those stars as belt loops? <laughs> I don't know. They could be holsters. The middle one's definitely the oh, buckle, I don't know. right? I just thought they were just like, I guess. I just thought it was just sort of like, I never thought about it like that. It's very creative. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, okay, so the middle one is going to be your buckle. Maybe the right one is a scabbard. And maybe the left one is uh, your fanny pack, you know, where you keep your Altoids or something like that, your disposable cameras and whatnot. I thought they were just indicators of a line. No, I mean, that I never could, thought about it as like representing actual. It could, yeah, interesting. Could though. Be. It could be. Okay. It's just a theory that I've been working on. Um, I like that. I like you know, it. but I, I can like give it. you co credit. We, we'll, we'll try to get it published in Nature or no, something like that. You can leave my name. Oh, okay, okay. okay. One, All right, but that's All right. <laughs> well, we'll we'll work on it. Uh, right. So you're looking at the number that everybody talks about is between two and three million stone blocks. This sure. thing is made of, which you know, it's it's a million blocks different. So figure it out, guys. Uh, people who measure these, <laughs> yeah, things. right. Get it sorted, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so the one that's com- took took between ten and ten thousand years <laughs> to build it. So yeah. two point three million seems to be the one that most people settle on, and I for one trust them because they are the most people. Uh, yeah, each weighing an average of more than two tons and cut with copper tools, and copper, as we know, uh, is quite malleable, right? So how do they do it? They're go- they're going through a lot. 
of copper. Yeah, they must have been flushed with copper, right? Uh, they were getting it from somewhere. Where the hell were they getting? They were getting it from. Uh, uh, I don't know. They were they were getting it from somewhere. So what's the what's the analog for modern life? I mean, it's like paper. Like it's just like oh g- yeah, give me oh. yeah. Was was copper just like just everywhere? Like everybody's got a couple stacks of copper in their house you know like we have post-its or a notebook or something like that like they just got tons of copper i mean they they were not worried about their copper running out obviously i think, I think they probably i think it was very prized because was it? Of how necessary it was okay but so was uh, you know so is paper so are shoes i could do without paper yeah well, Why mean, are we? What? Yeah, I, I, I have no longer any need for paper. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm so I go to the fucking mailbox this, yesterday, and I pull out all this mail, and it's just all junk mail. And I'm like, hey, thanks, USPS, for delivering coronavirus to my house. On this, by on this. hand via junk mail that I have to fucking bring inside. Like, why? Don't, I, I have no need for paper. Right. And there's a bunch of bills in there. Just email me, dude. Yeah. Everybody asks me for my email address and my phone number for everything that I do. So just email me. But how are you going to know the, like, the I, price of pork shanks at Farmer Jack's? You know, like you got to you gotta be up on these. I don't. I, you need a physical yeah. record of, of pork prices this yeah, week. I guess. Just put it on your website. Yeah. I'll Google it. Right. Right. Make a Google. So Fuck paper. Okay. Paper's off the table at this point. We're, yeah. This, this show... Should we pledge to just go be digital with this show from now on? Yes. I mean, because I already I, there, have an expansive just, archive of never, paper. There should never be any paper involved with any of this. No. What, what do you use paper for for this? Also, well, and let's think about the trail that we leave behind. I mean, for, I mean rule number one, no paper trail when we do these things, right? They can, <laughs> the world can never know. Yeah. How could there not be a paper trail if you're constantly using paper? Yeah, well, exactly. So that's that's on me. That's my mistake. Uh, to be corrected, I'll work on that. We, I, I have the time. Um, so paper, paper's out. Copper's in. It's it's all the rage, and they are cutting yeah. stone with it. They're going through it like crazy though, because they can only use those tools for a little while before they break. So these workers are just going through it like gangbusters yeah so it's probably good work to be a metalsmith around these times right the ancient world is all about like metalsmithing is the trade to be in whether you're doing copper or iron or steel or bronze or something like that like there's always a metal to be plied Uh, yeah and you know so i think we should just keep that in mind should we ever find ourselves back there like that's the trade to get into get yourself an apprenticeship into metal metal smithing Yeah. yeah 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 Uh, so yeah. Mark Laner says that the quarry was just south of the middle pyramid, the belt buckle pyramid, the Khafre pyramid, uh, uh-huh. just south of the causeway, which is that little road, right? That leads down to the Sphinx. Yeah. And, yeah. um, it was used for the bulk of the pyramid core, which is limestone, right? So the Giza plateau is mostly limestone, which is a notoriously soft stone, right? Uh, easily yep. carved, yep. which is what you need. And then they uh, shipped from down south or upriver, up the up the Nile, from these special quarries. Uh, they did like a, a fancier uh, addition for the outside, the white. Yeah, the casing stones. Right, the yep. white casing stones, which gave it a uh, apparently blinding uh ethereal kind of presence out out in the desert there which you can you know some people think that they were painted different colors 
Really? Like, yeah. so like what kind of like a sort of uh, like random Ochre, Lego kind of thing? Black. Or? No, 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 not each block. Each oh. oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that would be wild. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? You just send, the, you send their, their kids out there with a couple of buckets of paint, go to town. They dug the quarry. All right, so, so much stone was dug up from the quarry on the plateau that it went 98.4 feet below the surface. That's kind of, that's, that's a lot of stone, folks. Yeah. Um, if you want to look at dimensions, each side is 756 feet long. Uh, and is, perfect on each side within two inches allegedly so i'm sure and where is it that's just right on the plateau there right next to the pyramids uh i guess i don't know if it's actually on the plateau or it's next to the plateau but it's it's visible from the pyramid apparently okay um the pyramid itself is 481 feet high making it the tallest man-made structure for four thousand years so job well done until uh some some Dickhead built the cathedral a little taller than it. Yeah, right. The it was the Saint uh, Saint Lincoln's or something like that, or Lincoln Lincolnshire, Smoky Links. I tell you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I believe uh, Abraham Lincoln is involved somewhere in there. Um, okay. Yeah, it was the tallest building on Earth until 1861. <laughs> right. So the, the way that they put so the big mystery is everybody debates is like how did they move all all that rock. Uh, who did it? Why did they do it? How did they do it? So you've got a couple yep. of theory, like there are a ton of theories is what you find the deeper you dig into this. Um, even just taking one of the three that we'll be discussing this evening, the ramp theory, like there's all kinds of crazy ramp theories. I don't I mean, you can see some of the pictures. They're goofy as shit, like ramps coming from every angle, every side, just a bunch of like ramps on top of ramps. It's crazy. My personal favorite uh, ramp theory is the super long one. <laughs> the one that stretches like a, a half a mile or something like that? Yeah, where they have to based on the math, it has to be like <laughs> a certain angle. Like it can't yeah. be too steep, Love so it. <laughs> it just goes forever. And everybody says that you can't do it because the materials needed to build that size ramp, which would which would just go into the next county, apparently. Mm. Uh, you couldn't do it. I love it. Right. So it's just larger than the actual pyramid itself. And people are just like, that's ridiculous. But to which I would respond with, building a giant ass pyramid is also ridiculous. So don't put anything past those people, is what I would say. Maybe it was just a really long, huge ramp. It, uh, that could, maybe that's just <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Like we're laughing at it, but I don't know. Maybe that's just what they did. Yeah, sure. You know, shortest distance between two points, right? Just a straight ramp. But then you can only do how do you, how do you do the other sides? You just uh, you're just dragging it. I mean, you just you just need one ramp, right? And then you're just pulling it across whatever structure you've already got built to get to the other side. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. Fair. I should. Sure. We should preclude all of this by saying we are not engineers. Obviously, as we already discussed, we are professors of, uh, you know, various disciplines that aren't aren't real. Um, so we got the ramp theory now. This dude Jean Pierre Houdin is a French mm. architect. He's Constantious. the one. <laughs> right. I'll take two. He has the theory of uh, the in, the interior ramp, which I see a lot of pictures of. I don't know that I quite understand. The mechanics behind it, again, not an engineer, but apparently you can do a, a ramp on the inside of the structure that will allow you to take uh, the you know the bits and pieces up to where they need to be. What's on the inside of it? 
on the ins the what's on the inside of the pyramid or on the inside of the yeah how yeah how do they build it how do they have a ramp on the inside of it they're well is they're solid they're claiming that the, there are traces of the ramps that still exist within the the structure like they they've scanned it using one of their many types of scans and i'm sure we'll be talking a whole ton about scans on this program because they're doing everything they can do to scan it without uh disrupting the actual stone itself but i mean i think we all know eventually we're going to have to start uh knocking down some walls and just get in there and see what it's all about uh, yeah just just yeah i i'm torn i don't understand why we just can't get in there room around a little bit just a little bit right just yeah i mean cameras are really small so you just you're drilling some holes just drill a couple of holes it can't be any worse yeah. than um you know dude blowing uh it's his own entrance into it, it right yeah or spray painting your name uh, above the pharaoh's alleged burial chamber or you know whatever other fucking crazy things they did looting just yeah. taking whatever was inside like it can't be worse than that just put some holes in there yeah I i'm all for it yeah Burn uh maybe Burn the whole fucking thing down <laughs> <laughs> take it apart stone by stone yeah. so they you'll see features on the outside of what remains you know so the casing stones are for the most part gone right they, they've got they took those there in cairo now are they okay did they build something they else with them or everything i guess oh, okay uh, they used it for a bunch of stuff yeah and then don't they say okay so then the top of a pyramid is mm -hmm. the it's gone the Ben Ben. Yeah, the Ben Ben. It's the pyramid atop the pyramid. And that, yeah. uh, I've seen various accounts of that being uh, obsidian. I've seen it be gold. Some people it's say gone. it's gold. Nobody it's, knows. And it's gone, it's right? Gone. So, so you can go up yep. there and uh, have a have a little walkabout. But at, at its height, in its heyday, it would have been a sight to behold. Um, yeah. And again, many different theories about usage of that space that uh you know the the structure itself we'll get into it of the ben ben yeah the ben ben or you know and and the pyramid itself you know harnessing oh yeah the use oh yeah 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 so the, but among the other features that you can see now is there are various uh they, they did find the front door we don't go in through the front door but it's found so they just kind of pried <laughs> up all the bricks around it and you're like oh there's the door and uh and do then we, which door do we go in through which which one would we go oh we go in through the one we're gonna get into it, i think next episode but okay. some clever fellow it's the back door yeah okay <laughs> some clever fellow also known as your back door man he found his own way in and yeah uh kind of lucked out in various ways but there's also a, a section that it's called the notch do you are you aware of the notch and it's a it's a part on the uh where two of the sides combine and it's just this like landing area where it's uh, they say no. that it's part of it's it would be like a pivot point if you were doing the interior ramp theory where it spirals up the sides uh that would be a spot where you would using cranes i think you would be able to rotate the stones as needed to turn them up the ramp i don't know okay the notch check it out or don't that's fine too uh the notch yeah the notch mm -hmm. i think it's covered in fucking notches man look at it yeah it's uh it's a little worse for wear and also i yeah. think as we 
as we proceed with our investigation on this program, we will be supplementing. We'll add in any new material. I mean, obviously, we haven't covered ramps in its the, as a concept in their entirety, so we might be coming back to ramps at some point. But as yeah. your primer episode, just know that this is what you're in for, possibly ramps. So, do you have any takes? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, which ramp do you like? Do you do you like the ramp theory, or what? Do you, what's what's your deal? Uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, do. I like it. Uh, I feel like I feel like it's pretty tired, to be honest with you. I think the only I, I love the idea of a giant ramp, like I said before, because that's hilarious. <laughs> the bigger, the stupider the ramp, the better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant stupid ramp, yep. which is great. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it probably, if it was a ramp, it would probably like be some type of ramp that went around it, the whole thing, repeatedly. A spirally ramp. I'm, picture, I'm just picturing. If I'm picturing in my mind this thing getting built, I'm picturing spirally, you know, da, 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 spiraling around okay. to the top. Okay. That's that's how I'm picturing it. The other thing about ramps that just is just mind blowing to me is man, like dragging them shits up there. Oh my god. Well, and they said that they, they don't have they don't have the wheel at that point, right? Is that the that's the party line? Yeah, so no wheels. They're not chucking it on a, on a cart and then uh, and hauling it up there. Although 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 I have a a bone to pick. Is this about the logs, the roller logs? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So they're talking about, they did, they, they think that they put them on logs and they rolled them and that's a fucking wheel. It's a right. It's a really long wheel about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a deep wheel. Yeah. We don't have to be pricks. Right. They had wheels. They were, they're rolling. They just weren't great at at it. If something rolls, it's a, it's a wheel, right? Isn't that the idea? Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, I I gotta feel like that's let's let they had they had they they were doing that they had the wheel yeah next how do next. how do you they miss it to- I, you know in in those circumstances if you're like yeah this round thing this round log that we're putting under this thing it makes our lives easier God, I mean if only we could apply this elsewhere you know like how do you yeah and I I I feel like this goes back to the same question I had earlier about why they fucked around with making shitty pyramids for so long right. <laughs> when. It's so I don't want to apply my our own you know contemporary bias on this. So maybe it's you know maybe wheels. What's baby wheel was tough. It man. must have been hard. I guess. I guess so. I yeah. don't know. I mean, and so wheels were tough. So to that point, uh, as far as you know, what what you're capable of conceiving of, like the spiral ramp idea, spirals don't really appear in much Egyptian iconography, right? Like, would they have been able to handle the spiral if they couldn't get their you know, the wrap their minds around a wheel. I'm not thinking a spiral, like some like beautiful double like helix kind of right, thing. Yeah. I'm just talking about like, you know, up one side, take a left turn, take a left turn, take a left turn. You okay. Know I, mean? like I, just, I don't want to make any assumptions. I mean, it's yeah. dangerous to do. Right. And we are nothing mm-hmm. if not scientists. Let's stick to the facts. Here. Exactly. So Let's stick to the facts. Show, yep. show me a spiral. Show me a corner. Well, actually, we've seen the corners, the notch. What am I talking about? So there it is. Mm-hmm. So that's ramps. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let's get let's move on to the shaft. Right. I mean, we've all been waiting for it. Let's let's just uh, yeah. get our hands around it. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. Let's wrap our let's wrap our. This is my personal, uh, this is my favorite theory. Um, and I don't know if I'm super familiar with this. So this is the, this is the water one, right? We're, oh, okay. we're applying. So the, the, this is, all right. So let's credit the guy who figured this out. Chris Massey is this guy in the the UK who is, he's figured out how they could do it this way. So the assumption is 
you know, they're, they're living next to the Nile, right? And so they are a water loving people as are most people. We all kind of have our own attraction to water. We need it to survive. Right. So yes, the idea is pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, essential almost. And the idea is that you could use channel the power of the Nile to help you get, move your bricks, move your giant stones and build it without uh, needing the ramp or your spirals or whatever. So the idea is you can carve out your limestone, get it ready uh, in the low tide season, I guess, in the, in a specific staging area that's down by the end of the causeway. And so the, again, we refer to the causeway. It's the path that leads up to the pyramid from further down below the, the plateau. And so the idea is you car- carve out all of your stones and then you mount animal skins inflated with air. <laughs> onto them and then when when the tide rises or you know when the when the it's flooding season the river fills up that area and then you can float the bricks where you need them to go so you float them over to the causeway which is i believe he says it's covered right so like it creates some kind of I i don't know how this shit works but you know like a vacuum effect or whatever so you can uh you allow the the water to do all the work basically and then you build the same type of enclosed shaft uh, alongside the each side of the, the pyramid and then using you know however water pressure works you just float the float the thing up using you know like a series of locks basically and Fuck me and then you flood the area that you're working on like on the actual pyramid site itself and then you're just you're just cruising these things around basically and everybody's just sort of like waist deep and pushing rocks around and then yeah. you, and then you build up an, you know your outer wall for the next level that you fill with water and then you put arrange your stones now the it's a it's a wacky idea the videos on youtube are great check it out how the pyramids were really made all caps or you know something like that um <laughs> And the, the uh, as far as like evidence goes, what I like about this is that it uh, incorporates. Let me, let me ask you something, Tom. How many sides are there to the Great Pyramid? Four. You would think, right? But as we will know now that we're going to talk about it, there are actually one, two, eight, eight sides. Because there is a very subtle uh, in, inward angle that goes for each side, each traditional side. So if you look at it for, at a certain time of day from above, you can see the shadows of how it sort of, it kind of comes, each side comes inward in the middle, creating okay. an eight-sided Uh-oh. pyramid. Okay. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? No. All right. I thought they were flat. Yeah, right. And they look flat, except if you see them... Again, from a certain angle, certain time of day, you can see by the shadows that they they go inward a little bit. They're con- okay. concave, yeah. you know, and so that kind of uh, could fill in the, the the gap a little bit of where you would put these enclosed shafts. Maybe that's the spot, you know, where they come together on their side very subtly. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's that is the float them up shaft shaft version uh, of okay. how they were built. And then we come to the rubble theory. Oh, man, I'm an Occam's razor guy, man. You think it's too much? That is just too many animal pelts that is a inflated. Lot of, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff going on. But there's there. all there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, Occam's razor would say really long ramp, right? 
one long one round. big one <laughs> all right so you're skeptical we'll put you down on this under the skeptic column for that one for the shaft theory now the rubble theory this you brought this to Justin, my attention you love the shaft theory right i love the shaft theory dude yeah, rubble so, theory. Rubble I also theory. Really like. Yeah, you brought this to my attention. Peter James is this guy, and mm-hmm. I read a BBC article about his. I had to. I had to do some digging about it uh, to mm-hmm. to find it. You know, it was. And he, he is, in fact, an engineer. Yes, and so now, do you know his backstory? Like where he came up with all of this? His his take on this? I think he just. I think he just. Uh, he wanted to answer the question of how they were built from an engineering standpoint. Yeah. And he, he nobody, nobody had approached it that he, way. He works on the, some of the other pyramids, the lesser pyramids to, and I believe that's his business is that he helps, uh, supports the ones that are the, you know, the shittier pyramids that are about to fall mm-hmm. over. And he's, his crew helps do that. So his theory c- came from my, my understanding was that they were working on a different pyramid in Egypt and they found that it was filled with, uh, you know, uh, rubble and also like a piece of a chunk of a tree was, was in there. So his theory is kind of a, well, like a garbage mound theory, like just p- put a bunch of shit in there and then make the outside look nice. Right. Is that, is that the deal? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I think that was the deal is basically you fill it, uh, with rubble as you go, which allowed them to, it still, still relies pretty, pretty heavily on ramps. There is a ramp, right? Cause I, the first, th- well, I've, I saw it both ways. I saw that the first third of the thing is built with a ramp. And then I also saw that the first two thirds of the thing was built with a ramp. I don't know who to believe, but let's say it's just the first third. And then you take that ramp and then you use it to fill in the middle, I guess <clears throat> is the idea. <clears throat> um, now that being said, I don't know if there's any actual proof of that in the Great Pyramid because they can't go in there. That he doesn't he he doesn't know because they don't know if it's filled with rubble or not because they they can't go in there. Right, right. And yet, plenty of people can go into the Great Pyramid because I've also found. Well, I mean, they can go in there, yeah, but I they know. can't go into where the where the rubble would be. Okay. The Grand Gallery wouldn't be filled with rubble. I mean, and we haven't even talked about how they did that, right? Which, oh man, that's that's an episode in itself. The Grand Gallery, no mm-hmm. doubt, because there's also okay. So we've talked about the limestone. We've talked about the fancy white limestone. There's also fucking red granite in this thing, and that is a big old pieces. Yeah, and that is a very sturdy stone. I mean, if you're looking for a stone that can really support something. You're going to want to go granite, I think. From what little I know, you know I'm not a geologist, but I'm going to say granite. One of the harder stones, right? Oh, super hard. <laughs> yep. I'm serious. What's well, so it is. funny? If you're going to make yeah. a countertop, right? Let's say you're doing a, a, a reno on your kitchen countertop. You're going to go limestone? I don't think so. You're going to go granite. No. Granite. Yep. And marble yep. requires yep. too much uh, cleaning, too much tending to. It stains. I don't know. So you've got three theories here: ramp, shaft, rubble. What do you What do you like? Mm-hmm. You like ramps or you like rubble? You're I off like the shaft. A combination of ramp and rubble. A combo. Oh, okay. So you like the first third ramp. There's got to be some sort of ramp involved. I, I mean, it, ramps are involved, even if there's shafts. There's still ramps. I think that's. You know I think that's safe to say they were using ramps for some is part. Integral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the only reason I'm, I'm a little skeptical about this whole shaft thing is because, like I say, it just sounds like 
without any proof of that, it makes it's very difficult for me to. Buy, I mean, because you could also be like, oh, they, uh, you know, they filled the animal pelts with helium and they lifted the bricks up like that. Oh, I love this idea. That's a, a we have a fourth theory on the table, folks. Why not <laughs> the helium who's, theory? Who says they don't have hey, do you, helium? Do you know about the coral castle? I don't. Do you know what the coral castle is? It's no. in Florida. It sounds like a motel. No, what? What is it? So apparently, this I'm going to butcher this, but this guy, this old guy, built this thing called the Coral Castle, and it's made out of it's these it's these essentially like megalithic structures. Cool. And that he built, he says by himself, and he won't tell anybody how he did it. I think he might be dead now. You should look this up. Oh, I feel like I may have heard about this. Was did they talk yeah. about this on? There was like a show hosted by Leonard Nimoy back in the day, like ancient mystery, you know, mis- some kind of mystery maybe show, amazing life. mysteries or something. Mm, yeah. Maybe I have heard of this. All right. But we'll, I'll look into it. Maybe that's its own. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. And yeah. Because right. I mean, there's lots of other theories. I mean, a bunch of bullshit ones about using like, you know, electromagnetism or like some sort of technology that's been lost to us. You know what I mean? I don't know if we want to talk about that kind of stuff. I feel like not, we should just uh, take it take it off the table because I mean, okay. do you? So the you know the popular no, memes don't. say that it's aliens, right? And I don't either. No, of course, we're not getting we're not going down that road. Of all the explanations, I don't think that's the one right. we should be investing a whole lot of time into. Is it fun? Yeah. Is it the most fun? Probably. Is it? Yeah. Is there any chance that it has anything to do with what actually happened? Probably not. There is uh, that one hieroglyphic of a super sweet attack helicopter, though. That's right. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah. Well, I forget where that's at, the Osirion or something like that, or like yeah. I don't know where it is, but it's pretty awesome. So that's, uh, you so know. So I'm going, yeah, I'm going, I'm definitely going some sort of combination of ramp and maybe a combination of, I know this is like total bullshit and like really dumb, but maybe a combination of all three of like there's a water element to it. Yeah, why not? There's a ramp element to it, and there's a rubble element to it. I kind of feel like... I, I love combining all three. Why not? I'm going to go with that. It's a real jambalaya stew of, of uh, yeah. ways that you can go about this. I think what nobody really talks about is the amount of scooching I feel like they were doing. I, th- I think they were doing a lot of scooching of rocks. I think it was a lot of... like how many. That's why I, f- that's why I feel like they're... There must be something we're missing here just because you got to solve for the amount of scooching. Yeah, right? Because it's they, too much scooching. Yeah, we've seen you ever try to scooch a rock. It's and and the scooching that they did was really precise because you cannot put a piece of paper in between these stones. So they scooched them good, you know? Like they scooched them right where they wanted them to be. So, okay. Everybody talks about not being able to slide a piece of paper between them. Yeah. But if you I mean, I could put two stones on top of each other and not be able to slide a piece of paper between them because there's two rocks on top of each other <laughs> i guess I, th- what, I mean i think the idea is that the you know the the planes the the the, the way the planes were carved that you know they they fit so neatly but yeah I, I point taken like rocks they're it's matter it's physical matter it's dense exactly right so I mean, that's how that's how the great pyramid came to be through through one of or a combination of any of these theories that's how the thing came to be what it was and i guess we should have said this at the beginning but neither of us have actually been there to see it but word, word on the street is it's big it's a great pyramid right it's huge yeah and apparently it sits the 
geographical center of the largest landmass on Earth, which is pretty wild. Really? Like a we're talking like a tectonic plate or something like that? Like a yeah. Okay. And it's uh, perfectly Our lined up to on Earth. cardinal directions, yeah, like perfectly. It sits right in the middle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. So, yep. Hmm. Hmm. pretty special. Yeah. Job well done. Can However, we, they did it. Yeah. Can we do an episode about people who've gotten to stay the night in it? I think we need to. Although, I'm sad to say that one of the articles I think I sent to you, they debunked the Napoleon story. I think it was really? Smithsonian Magazine, maybe. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to look into. I mean, my heart wants to believe that he spent the night in the pyramid, so that is still fact With the to me. Comp to Saint Germain, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the so-called Red Man. There was a, <laughs> yeah. a magical Red Man who followed him throughout his career. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get into it. That's just a we'll teaser, folks. That's a fucking teaser. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yep. Sarcophagus. <laughs> Stone uh, circles. <laughs> Electromagnetic frequencies? <laughs> Sound energy. <laughs> Pole shift. Healing. Is cool. the Great Pyramid a giant battery? To be discussed. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. But I don't know, man. I have I th a theory. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. So you got, right. you got anything else for the construction episode here? No, I don't think so. I think we covered it. I think that was about as thorough as one could be, as two could yeah. be, for that matter. What else is there to say about it? Right. So next episode, when you join us back here on Pyramid Scheme, we're going to be talking about uh, ingress. How do you get inside the Great Pyramid? Mm -hmm. How do you get in there? And then, you know, so and that, then what happens once you're in there? Right. Well, yeah, sure. We can start speculating. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, folks, th thanks for listening to Pyramid Scheme uh, with it's Tom been and a Justin. Pleasure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've both had a great time and you've been a great audience, uh, we can assume. So, if you have any questions, you can save the complaints. We know that it's not 100% maybe accurate. But no, I kind of want to hear them. Oh, <laughs> be honest all right info at the sauropod.com uh subject matter pyramid scheme question mark or however you want to call me you can call me directly you can call tom's number 449-1605 he'll talk to you he's got the time please call me up right so until next time thomas okay as above so below bye bye